RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Security chief Chris Tang has condemned people whom he said were glorifying terrorism and encouraging violence following the death of a man who allegedly stabbed a police officer in the back. Education Minister Kevin Young says teachers who are not vaccinated may be ordered to do regular COVID tests. And infectious diseases expert David Hoy has called on cleaning companies to follow the department's health guidelines after a part-time worker at a Yaomate hotel was listed as a COVID-19 patient. Security Chief Chris Tang has condemned people whom he said were glorifying terrorism and encouraging violence. Speaking to reporters following the death of a 50-year-old man who stabbed himself after allegedly knifing a police officer in the back, Mr Tang said he found it chilling that a parent took their child to mourn the attacker. He questioned whether people want their next generation to become bloodthirsty terrorists. The official said the public should clearly see that there are evil forces trying to incite hatred and nurture terrorism in the city. The police officer who was attacked on July the 1st is now in a stable condition. The 28-year-old was stabbed in the back in Causeway Bay and was previously in a serious condition. Infectious diseases expert David Hoy has called on cleaning companies to follow the Department of Health guidelines after a part-time worker at a Yaomate hotel was listed as a COVID-19 patient. The government adviser on the pandemic said quarantine hotel cleaners are exposed to higher risks. He added a less than ideal cleaning routine may have led to the patient testing positive, although it's not yet known if she was really infected with the virus or if it's just an environmental contamination. The cleansing company used ammonium compound to clean the, uh, the, the hotel room and that is actually a suboptimal effort. It may partially kill the virus and leaving some residual virus behind. So the test being positive could be contamination, but it could also be due to the fact that the, uh, the 41-year-old cleaner probably is in the early phase of the infection. Uh, so we need a bit more time to repeat the specimen. Education Minister Kevin Young says teachers who are not vaccinated may be ordered to do regular COVID tests, saying it's only fair if most students are inoculated. Speaking on a radio programme, Mr Young said the Education Bureau is also assessing if secondary students can resume full-day classes or play sports if the inoculation rate is 70 or 80% at their schools. He said the Bureau would look into the situation by early next month before deciding on the arrangement for the next school year. Emergency co coronavirus restrictions have come into force in Indonesia as it attempts to curtail a rapid spike in infections. The measures include limits on travel, a ban on restaurant dining and the closure of many businesses, schools and public facilities. They affect the two hardest hit areas, Java, home to the capital Jakarta and the tourist island of Bali. Local journalist Resti Woro Yuniar told the BBC the health system is under immense pressure. It's on the brink of collapse. It's very, very worrying. People were basically queuing for a long time just to get isolation rooms. The public has been buying oxygen tanks. Weddings are still allowed for up to 30 people. People can still travel long distance, but they have to bring the proof of vaccination. Emergency services in Western Canada are battling to control more than 100 wildfires following a record-breaking heatwave. The federal government said it would send military aircraft to help those threatened by the flames. The BBC's Rory Gallimore reports. 
Days of soaring temperatures had already created dangerously dry conditions across the vast forests of British Columbia. Now there's been a surge in lightning strikes, a combination that's sparking wildfires. Communities are anxiously waiting to hear whether they'll have to leave their homes. One such fire has all but destroyed the village of Lytton, where Canada's highest ever temperature was recorded on Tuesday. British Columbia has registered more than 700 sudden deaths over the past week, many of which are thought to have been caused by extreme heat. A rare type of antelope in Kazakhstan that was thought to be heading for extinction has had a remarkable turnaround in fortune. The first aerial survey in two years across the arid heartland of the Sega antelope shows that they've more than doubled in number since 2019. Here's the BBC's Helen Briggs. In 2015, distressing images of dead antelopes strewn over the vast arid grasslands of Kazakhstan made headlines around the world. Thousands of Sega collapsed and died suddenly, wiping out much of the global population. Scientists blamed a bacterium triggered by higher-than-average humidity and temperatures. Following a series of conservation measures, including a government crackdown on poaching, numbers have started to recover, with not far off a million Sega recorded in this year's census. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Elsa, the first hurricane of the Atlantic season, has swept through islands of the eastern Caribbean. The storm ripped away roofs and tore down trees and power lines in Barbados and St Lucia. The BBC's Adrian Daling Water is in Barbados. Barbados is used to weather and weather systems, high winds, and has experienced tropical storms, but this, this was very unusual. Yeah, it was very heavy rain. I mean, the forecast is for six to eight inches to fall across the island all day today, and very high winds. You could hear things moving around on the roof and things blowing around. I mean, there had been warnings to secure items, but so clearly some things have gone, have gone astray, and large parts of the island have lost power. Some houses have lost roofs, fences have blown down, trees have blown down and blocked roads. Brazil's Prosecutor General has requested authorization from the Supreme Court to investigate President Jair Bolsonaro for failing to act on allegations of corruption in the purchase of millions of coronavirus vaccines. A whistleblower said government officials had accepted bribes to buy 400 million doses of the Indian-made Covaxin. Mr Bolsonaro denies he was told about the scheme and says he's done nothing wrong. The BBC's Orla Guerin in Sao Paulo has this report. President Jair Bolsonaro has been accused of turning a blind eye to irregularities and massive overcharging in a contract to acquire a COVID vaccine from India. A whistleblower in Brazil's health ministry and his lawmaker brother claimed to have personally warned the president. Mr Bolsonaro has been famously dismissive of COVID-19 from the start, opposing masks and social distancing, which he said was for idiots. His views have not altered, even as cemeteries here have filled with the dead. It's no use staying home crying, he said recently. U.S. President Joe Biden has hailed strong U.S. job figures. The latest show more than 800,000 new jobs were created in June. Many of them were in the leisure and hospitality sectors, which were hit hard by lockdowns. We've now created over 3 million jobs since it took office. More jobs than have ever been created in the first five months of any presidency in modern history, thanks to the incredible work of the entire team. This is historic progress pulling our economy out of the worst crisis in a hundred years. 
After nearly two decades, Afghanistan's most significant foreign military air brace in Bagram, the symbolic and operational heart of US-led operations against the Taliban, will officially be handed over to the Afghan government on Saturday. Bagram, a vast complex north of the capital, Kabul, once held up to 10,000 US and NATO troops, but they've all now departed. President Biden said they were on track to withdraw all American soldiers from the country by September the 11th, the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. To sports, where Italy are through to the semi-finals of Euro 2020 after beating one of the tournament favourites, Belgium. BBC's John Bennett was watching the game in Munich. The Italians won it with two great goals in a breathless first half. Before that, Leonardo Bonucci had an effort disallowed for Italy. And at the other end, Kevin De Bruyne and Romelu Lukaku forced two great saves. Then Nicola Barella skipped away from three defenders in the box and hit the back of the net with a powerful shot. Italy's second was even better. Lorenzo Insigne with a beautiful curling effort from just outside the D. And then just before the break, a twist. Belgian teenager Jeremy Doku fouled just inside the box and Lukaku made it 2-1 from the spot. The Italians will face Spain in the next round, whose match against Switzerland was decided by a penalty shootout after their game had finished one all. On the ice, the Tampa Bay Lightning take a commanding 3-0 lead in the Stanley Cup final series after winning the Montreal Canadiens 6-3. The Lightning could claim back-to-back Stanley Cup titles with a victory in Game 4 on Monday in Montreal. And the weather, it's currently 32 degrees and 71% humidity. And now, to end the news, the top stories once again. Security Chief Chris Tang has condemned people whom he said were glorifying terrorism and encouraging violence following the death of a man who allegedly stabbed a police officer in the back. Education Minister Kevin Young says teachers who are not vaccinated may be ordered to do regular COVID tests. And infectious diseases expert David Hoy has called on cleaning companies to follow the Department of Health guidelines after a part-time worker at a Yaomate hotel was listed as a COVID-19 patient. And you're listening to the news on RTHK. And who's the man? Shaft.
Jesus. Damn right. Who is a man that would risk his neck for his brother man? Can you dig it? Who's the cat that won't cop out when there's things you're all about? Right on. You see this cat shop is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. I'm talking about Sharon. He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. John Jack. To defeat the COVID-19 epidemic and resume normal life, everyone should get vaccinated. No matter how young or fit we are, we may still be infected. Even if the infection is mild, the disease may also have long-term impact